0: All information given in this episode is for educational purposes and should not be tried prior to consulting a licensed physician and or certified state or accrediting bodies. We encourage all listeners to research, talk, and make all inquiries to all of the important professionals and governing bodies before acting on any information heard on the Day Love It podcast. Any action taken by any listener is done by and under their own omission and action, whether conscious to the results, positive or not. To the Della Fit Podcasts, 360 degrees of holistic fitness and health, all in one podcast. Salutations and proclamations. It is I, it is you, it is us, it is we. Together, we make up the digital family that is the De La Fit Podcast. I'm your host, Philly's number one son, aka the body alchemist, Sun Moon Bay, bringing you another podcast excursion. Welcome, everybody. Happy Friday. I hope that your week was filled with positivity. We've got a great show for you this particular day. As uh, we are going to be getting into something a little bit different. We've got uh, special guests joining us in a formally recorded interview. We're going to be talking with cartoonist, animator, Justin Richberg. Now, this is a um, former uh, interview that we conducted. We actually conducted it towards the beginning of January because this is the first time we were actually able to get Justin uh, and we did our first live show we were actually off-site uh, and this was prior to just securing the new studio that we had this is all pre pre pre-pandemic pre-corona when people could actually sit down with each other without a mask uh, and have a conversation so uh, a lot of the things you're going to hear in this interview are going to be prior to any of the things that took place Also, uh, just so we get this straight, the following views that are shared uh, by our guests are not totally the views of the De La Fit podcast, nor myself, but we encourage conversation. We encourage dialogue. Uh, Justin Richberg is, in my opinion, going to be or is one of the fastest rising uh, and known cartoonists. And animators, he is a very he is a very intelligent young man. He is a very coy individual, in my opinion. And what I got out of this interview is you're never gonna know quite what Justin is thinking, even if he is telling you directly. There's always some kind of duality with him. He is, in my opinion, a very t- talented cartoonist. He is. He's got his hand on the pulse of what a lot of uh, the millennials are talking about, as well as a lot of what's going on in uh, social media and in politics. So a lot of what you see is 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 what he perceives. He is very good at his medium, which is art. So we're going to be talking uh, with him about this. He's going to be telling you about how he feels. And I also want everybody listening to this to understand that when we first interviewed Justin, uh, getting into this interview, we were my opinion or my idea was that we were going to be talking about how art acts as a catalyst, as a bridge to open communication about topics that we don't necessarily want to speak of. As you listen to the interview, you can see we got into a variety of conversations uh, dealing with mental health, Justin's own battle with mental health, and a lot of his personal views. As I say before, these are the personal views of Justin. They do not reflect the views of the Daylight Fit podcast, nor myself. And uh, with that said, we're going to get ready to get directly into the interview. So I hope that you all enjoy it. We'll be back right after a word from our sponsors. podcast is sponsored by Mountain Maid CBD. Mountain Maid is changing the CBD game by offering a line of high dose CBD tablets at an affordable price. Their products are THC free and third party tested for accuracy, cleanliness and potency. Their products, which ship nationwide, include build for CBD saturation, boost for precision titration, recovery for rest and rehab. With nine years experience in hemp and fitness, Mountain Maids founders are focused on creating a quality product to help those who live an activated lifestyle. Check out www.mountainmaid.life to find out more about how their products can help you crush life. Remember, their products ship nationwide. Go check out their website today and follow them on social media at m n t m-a-d-e i started using mountain maids build cbd tablets to help me with the injury in my elbow and let me tell you something not only is the injury subsided but now i can do push-ups and i'm back to bench pressing so i encourage anybody who's interested to look up check out mountain made and all their products i think you'll be glad you did you're now tuned into the Daylight fit podcast 360 Degrees of Holistic Fitness and Health. That is the De La Fit Podcast. I am your host, as you know, Philly's number one son, aka The Body Alchemist, and I am excited about my guest. This is our first live interview, all right? The first time we've done this. Most of the individuals that have been on the De La Fit Podcast, they're from different places. They We've interviewed people from Canada. We've interviewed people as far as France and everywhere else. So... This is a treat. I get to speak to one of Philly's own up and coming artists. Justin Richburg. Justin, how you doing today, man? I'm chilling, bro. Like tired. I see you got the uh, goose down. It's looking cold. It's cold outside in Philly and everybody knows Philly can be damn cold. First things first, Justin, how you been? Cold. I wish you guys could see how how he's looking at me right now, Justin's Just like it's really cold in here, man. Like, like Jack Frost and lost his ever loving mind. Right. Mm-hmm. So, Justin, tell us a little bit about your background. For it, those out there who don't know Justin Richberg, I'm going to say this: he is going to be, in my opinion, one of the biggest illustrators of our time. If you haven't paid attention to his work and what he's capable of doing and the conversations he's able to have with his artwork, then I think you're living in a hole. You're living in a cave because this young man is doing a lot. Justin, you are self-taught, am I correct? Yeah. So, talk to us a little bit about where did this start? Where did your love for art come from?
1: I'm being honest, you would think it would come like you know, like from like, you know, when all of us are little, we just see our favorite like cartoon or something and then we like pause it and then, you know, like pause the screen and then just draw, um, you know, just copy the image that way or, you know, like just see something in a magazine and just draw it. You know, that's how it would be, but to be honest, it wasn't until like um, a couple years, like a few years ago. Where somebody paid me for something, then that's where my my love started coming from, it, to be honest. Because there wasn't no encouragement for me throughout my life to draw. Nobody pushed me in that direction and nothing like that. Okay. You know, so it just came from me, like, getting paid for something randomly. And then I was like, mm, I can get paid from stuff like this. So that's what encouraged me, to be honest so what,
0: did you draw just on your own this as a hobby or something like that or just you just all of a sudden i have this talent
1: back in um two thousand back in two thousand Because um, i' cause i'm thirty right now okay um back in two thousand eight i uh back in two thousand eight i had ended up getting like um come down with bipolar sch- schizophrenia okay um so you know they end up taking like some years like from me. You know, like from say, like say, like 18 to like 22 or something like that. I, um, you know, I couldn't tell you what I was doing. You know, like them people that was on the streets. Like you'll see, like they look like there's nothing up there in the head, just winding around aimlessly. Like that was me for a period of time, until I um, just came back randomly. You know, Um, when I came back too randomly. You know, like I found myself. You know, like, in, like, these, like, you know, they had, like, them adult daycares. Yeah. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, but they transport, like, my mom got me into one of them things. Cause I was, like, that far gone. So, you know, just imagine that, like, a, like, you're 21. Then, like, when you, like, wait, you finally, like, wake up. And then, like, you see yourself around, like, really, like, f- like, fucked up individuals. It's, like, really, like, long gone. Then, like, you, you know, like, you basically, like, you don't know what to do. So, you know, like, I would just be at home. I would draw, you know, that would just be one of the main things that I would just do throughout the day because I literally had nothing else to do. And then, you know, as more as my mind came back to, I was able, you know, like to not physically fight with my mom. You know, I was just, I was able to like to fight with her to get off like medication and stuff like that. Okay. And mind you, it blew me up to like, the medication blew me up to around like almost like 300 pounds because I've always been small all my life. Like, around like 170 or something like that, but I was like almost like damn near 300 pounds. And then, you know, like once I was able like to get off the medication on my own, I just stopped taking it, you know, then for some reason my body went back down to its regular size, I guess, because like it was water and the pills, or whatever that blew you up. And then, you know, throughout that time, I was just, you know, just at home drawing, you know, while at the same time rehabilitating and have to go to these like embarrassing places you know, for people that have, like, mental disorders, like, for they can be, like, ready to get back into the workforce. Okay. And, you know, throughout that time, um, somebody so happened to give me, you know, like, a couple of dollars to draw something. And then, you know, like, that they, incur- they encouraged me to, um, you know, to draw more. And then, you know, of course, around that time, um, you know, they would they would give you, like, um, a SSI check. And... And then I got like something, I forget what it was, I got like extra money, and then around that time I bought my first like piece of equipment, it was like a, I don't know how I found out about it, it was like a WANCOM tablet, it was like, it didn't have a screen, but it was like something that you can just like draw and look at your computer screen with, so I bought me a computer. Okay. And that... And that tablet, and I would just, like, draw from there. But this is after somebody paid me for something. This woman, she had paid me, like, to do, like, something off of, um, off of a fucking, um, holiday card or some shit she was doing. Okay. And that would encourage me, like, to to do something with it. Because I, I literally had nothing else to do because I wasn't mentally there. Wow. That's you, an amazing you know, story. You know, I'm not on, you know, I'm not on, S-I- no know, stuff like that. Right. You know, more, because, you know, like, I had to, like, you know, I am, obviously, from one, I didn't want to be on it. So, you know, like, once I was able, you know, like, to get out, like, you know, get out them, like, work facilities that they have for people with, with uh, mental illnesses, and I was able to get my literal first job ever in my, I got my literal first job ever in my life at, I think, like, 20, 20 It was, like, in a nursing home. Okay. So... Yeah, it was a real real hard man. And then like um after that after that, uh you know of course you know how like black people where they um start talking about like where the person came from and things like that. Like like say like oh he came from like a facility, don't mess with him, he's a little he's a little nutty. It's just like no, that's not that's not the case. But you know, like during that time like I was still like fully like still getting myself back together, so you know that like hardened me up. You know, like when people like constantly like talking shit about me, so I end up developing like a dross humor like when I like talking shit about somebody to end up hurting their feelings or something <laughs> like that so that's how it went that's like that's like the short story of it all it obviously goes on longer than that, but I'm just keeping it short
0: that's one hell of a story man that's that's not your normal story as if there's a typical or conventional story. The reason I brought you here is again specifically. When I look at your artwork, you have a way of making communication or conversation between individuals. Artwork speaks a lot of truth. It's something of somebody that has lived a lot. And that's one of the questions I wanted to ask you. Is this all your experiences or is this also from your surroundings that you get your inspiration?
1: It's through conversation and experiences. You know, like if I make something about relationships or something like that. You know, it's you know, it's through like experience or like say like you know, I have conversations with my friends or just random people. You know, I, I get things from there. Or, you know, like I pay attention to podcasts. I just pay attention to what's going on in in the world and I make stuff about it. Sometimes I like making fun of stuff. Sometimes I like being serious about stuff. Or sometimes I like I like trolling. Like you saw that picture that I posted um all The black historians doing the Wakanda sign, yeah, yeah, and everybody, um, it's up, it's going, it's going crazy on um, Twitter. You wouldn't be able to like really tell from my, um, from my Instagram because my Instagram, you know, my followers they're kind of like up and on certain stuff, right? But yeah, everybody's mad because I put in, um, Bill Cosby in the back, uh, uh, a crying R. Kelly, and what's the guy named Um, Devontae Wilder, I put up right. a beat up Devontae Wilder. And uh, for some reason, I put Blade in there. I don't know why. So, uh, I, I got to ask
0: you. Why did you put
1: Bill Cosby in there? People like to complain about stuff. So, you know, like, when you do stuff like that, it gives people a reason to talk about something. So, like, you do, like, little, little things, like, here and there. Like, instead of, like, just making, like, a regular photo, you know, you just, like, put little drops of, like, gems in there and then it'll just get people agitated and they'll want to share it make fun of it talk shit about it it doesn't matter
0: I feel like a lot of your art opens up a door from what's going on right now mental health awareness is becoming a topic that's being brought up more to the forefront I feel like your work maybe this is uh, conscious or uh, something that you planned maybe not you know It opens up that door to a lot of issues that we are dealing with in the world. Like a lot of dysfunctions that we've been taught as just a whole society. You know, we've been taught a lot of different things. One of which touched me was the fact of the one dealing with the relationship for Valentine's Day. I actually lived that scenario. So did I. So when you put that out there, um, for those that are listening... I don't want to go completely into it because I want you to go to uh, Justin's Instagram. But it's a, a situation where basically it's a couple. They have a, a date night for Valentine's Day. Everything's going well. The man and the woman have an intimate night. The woman is satisfied and the man gets asked a question by his girl, did you climax? And basically kind of says, you know, does it does it really matter? Is it, am, I, am I hitting the nail on the head? Uh, Justin and Mm -hmm. it goes into an argument and when I saw this I was like man I said I didn't think there was anybody else except like my homies my close friends that would ever say anything about this because it takes place I feel like your art is super inclusive and super dealing with equality is this just something you're just doing naturally or is this just where does this all come about
1: like I said, it goes through my experiences, and then, you know, like, I listen to, you know, like, what my friends talk about, but mostly, you know, stuff like that comes from my experience, because I just, I'm not a person, I don't pander to nobody, so, you know, like, you'll see, like, other artists, like, other male artists, you know, like, they'll pander, they'll pander to females, you know, like, they try to get them on on their on side and stuff like that, No, I'm not that type of person, you know, like, I just make what I make, you know, like, people like what, you know, they just like what I make, you know, like, but, you know, like, by what I make, you know, like, more men are, like, drawn to it, you know, like, I do, like, make stuff from a male perspective, I mean, like, I am at the end of the day, I am a guy, so it's, like, only can talk from, like, my type of experiences, you know, like, I'm not, like, one of them artists, you know, like all they do is, like, draw half naked women all day and put, like, black queens and stuff like that, I'm not that type of person, I'm going to Right write stuff that I feel as though it, like people real people go through. People like like stuff like that lasts longer than just making like a pretty a pretty picture. Well it's nice to look at, it don't make you think. I like making stuff that make people think and I like doing stuff that like will shock you. Like um like I'm not afraid of drawing like little kids like getting shot and killed like See, like for instance, you see the, the the Donald Trump video I made. No, I didn't. It's I didn't get a chance to see that one. It's a um, it's a anim, it's a little mini animation I made. You know, it was around the time um, where the guy shop to Walmart, so I end up like making like a little mini animation about it. He ends up going to a wall. you know, make a make a short story. The guys like watching Trump on television keep on saying "Make America Great Again." You know, he grabs his, his gun. He go. He drives. He goes to a Walmart or whatever, and then he pulls his gun out. And then I see. I I show like a little like Spanish girl talking to her mom. Right. And the guy aims a gun and then shoots her. And then you know like shoots her. The screen goes black and then you you know just hear like a bunch of screams and gunshots going off.
0: What was the thought process behind it? Why?
1: Because that's something that happens. You know, not just. Adults get killed. Little kids get killed, too. Stuff like that. You know, it grabs at people's, like, heartstrings and stuff like that. But people be afraid to do stuff like, ain't nobody, ain't nobody gonna do shit to me. I mean, I get death, death threats all, all the time. Um, one person, uh, or even, like, on little dumb shit that I be making, like, my little troll, like, artwork I be making. Like, somebody, like, in L.A. told me, like, um, I, I need to watch out for him when I go to L.A. and stuff like that. But what people don't realize that, like, you know, like, I have somebody that, that walks around with me in certain places, so I don't think they they want some issues. Let's not put out who your peoples are or nothing like
0: that. I want to ask you this. In your opinion, why is art subjective? And what do you feel the role of an artist is?
1: I have no idea. Explain that more.
0: All right, so most people say art is subjective. Um... Uh, One person thinks something is beautiful Another person doesn't think it's beautiful Or one person believes strongly about it What is your opinion of that But what do you feel As an artist yourself Your role is Like do you think you have a specific role Or a specific responsibility Where it comes to art
1: No because at the end of the day You know like What I do isn't like To me isn't like That important you know it's like why why you think that i just i just i just don't because like you know like art you know like people like me like we're like on a lower tier of like 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 how you can say like entertainment i guess like on a lower tier like people don't really like think about like what we do that much i feel as though like i feel as though since like like instagram been around that's why I feel as though people have been getting more and more into art. That's why I feel as though it's becoming like more and more people open up their eyes to it. it becoming more important. But I really don't think like my thing like really serves a purpose. Like I say like, okay, it looks pretty on the wall or something like that, you know, like it's cool to look at. But I mean like, I guess like the way I do serve a purpose is like when I make like stuff that like makes people think. That's the only thing I can think of, because if I'm being like, honest with you, I don't go to art museums, I don't really look at other art and things like that, I'm pretty sure a lot of people are are like that. I mean, now, you know, like, I'm starting to get more into it, because I want to be better, mm-hmm. you know, like I, like, I am a competitive person, you know, like, when you play sports and stuff like that, you are, like, naturally competitive, but... I wouldn't necessarily say I look at like other artwork, you know, as like really, I know it's a bad thing to say, like saying it's not important, but in the grand scheme of things, bro, it's like, when when we look at like, say like if you don't draw and stuff like that, and you look at a piece of artwork on the wall, it looks nice, but I mean, like, is it really going to do anything for you? Well, for me, it, it does a lot. That's why in the beginning, I was saying that
0: when I look at your artwork, you remind me of individuals, and I pulled up the list. Are you familiar with Thomas Nast? No,
1: the, i say the only person that, the only person I know, like, the only two people I know off, the three people I know offhand is, um, Aaron Magruder Stanley, I can't think of the guy's name, um, I think, he, I know he's Japanese, he came up with, um, Oh, Draco. Akira,
0: Akira, um, Taya, T- Toya Mayo,
1: yeah, Taya Mayo, I, I, think, I think, yeah, and the, um, and the guy that made, um. You, 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 Harker show. Okay. Thomas Natt,
0: at least in this, the United States, one of history's greatest political cartoonists. He created things like uh, Boss Tweed. Basically, he was doing a lot of artwork about politicians. You have Philip Zacks, Don't Lose It. Robert Miners, at last, The Perfect Soldier. Different artists that were talking about what was going on at their time. I feel like... Your name is going to be up there with many of these illustrators and artists of their time. Because you're talking about a lot of the things that we're dealing with right
1: now. Let's talk about some of your influences. Who is your Kobe or Michael Jordan? And art are just in my influences all together that, that make me. You tell me. Who makes you? Will Smith. Charlemagne. Snoop Dogg, Aaron Magruder, Mm -hmm. Dave Chappelle. Hey, everyone.
0: We hope that you're enjoying the interview thus far. We'd just like to take some quick time out to remind everybody to like, follow, share, and subscribe. With every like, follow, share, and subscription, it helps the Daylight Fit Podcast to grow. And the more we grow, the more information we can bring to you, the listener. So please take some time out, like, follow, share, and subscribe.
1: Thank you. Bill Mar. Okay. A teriyaki. I don't know. Damn, I messed up. I said teriyaki. Hold I on. I, up. I got I, you. Hold I, on. Wait. 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 Akira Toriyama. Yeah. Toriyama. I think I pronounced it correctly. Yeah. Like, um, if I'm not missing one person. Um, and I guess you can say like Taj.0 oh. like all them people make me you know like Will Smith drives me because you know he made he made out Philadelphia and became like the biggest person like ever basically he might as well say he is the biggest person ever everybody know who he is all over the True. world um, Charlemagne because um, he says he says whatever he, he says whatever he wants not afraid to say it. Um, Aaron Magruder because of his writing writing style because I can't sit here and lie and say like Boondocks didn't influence, didn't influence me. Not art style, just like the way like stuff is written. Okay. Dave Chappelle because of his humor. Bill Maher because of his ar- arrogant humor. Taj Point because you know, he, he just—he just an asshole. Okay. Um, Ikeriyami, i don't uh, say it wrong again, but it's, it's whatever. Toriyama. He, uh, <laughs> he taught me style. Okay. Because you know, as long as the characters look cool, you know, because like if people don't pay attention to story and stuff like that, as long as it looks cool, that's all. That that—that's a big part of it as well. Okay. And all them people like make me you know like f- far as other people like that's like in the arts I-, I i don't know I don't, I don't only only part person i do know is um what's that boy name that everybody keep talking about like he um he died of an overdose that that black guy walking around with he ain- never had no shoes on basquiat yeah basquiat like, that wow. one i never understood like him he's basically like um i guess like marketing is what made him more than his artwork because the people that was backing him. So I don't understand why people are so drawn to him besides him like being black. I feel
0: just like the same way people are drawn to you. It's the content, you know. It's what it says for the time. Are
1: you sure? Cause like when you, cause like when I was like, look, I remember I was like looking at documentary when I was trying to get more like into it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just looking at this bunch of scribble scrabbles and you know when people look at it, you know like they make um, their own meaning up to it in their minds. Right. Like it's like as far as we know, this man he ain't like he ain't no thought once that stuff. He just put just a bunch of random stuff together, and then like when people ask him about it, he just throws some bullshit to say.
0: It's it's possible he was drawn to a lot of graffiti. Not, mm-hmm. Graffiti. A lot of graffiti, but a uh, a lot of what is called uh, it's not expressive. And and my my mom is an art teacher, and she would really get upset that I can't remember what this is called, but it was a certain style. Of art that he was really drawn to, but I think from what I because I, I watched the documentary, he was kind of like you. He did his own thing. He really did his own thing with his own thoughts. The fact of okay, well, people they're gonna pay attention to this, you know, they're gonna pay attention to this. This is my thought pattern with this, and all the people that you've picked that made or I should say help influence you, they're very strong thinkers, extremely strong thinkers, and and outside the box. Your art creates conversations that are sometimes very difficult to have. Touching on topics such as, as we talked about before, relationships, social issues, political issues, genders.
1: Almost as if you were holding up a mirror to our society. Yeah, you know, it'd be more at random, to be honest. Like, however I'm feeling that day, I just I just make it. Okay. But now I'm starting to become more focused. Like, like right now I'm, trying, I'm developing... Um, a TV, a TV show. You know, it's like it's um, going to be like um, a comedy. It's going to be like a comedy animated, animated show.
0: Are in- you animating it?
1: Yeah, of course. Okay. But You know, like you can't do it by yourself. You know, except the only, the only like ag- aggravating thing about you know like doing something like that because you know in, in the beginning, you know, like when you're making a show, you know, like unless like you got like backing or backers behind it, mm-hmm. you know, like you're not gonna have like money. You know, like unless like you like rich as fuck or something like that right and you know like well, a lot of people they have a hard time like understanding is like the reason why when people say believe in their vision and stuff like that they want to get you on board for something they believe in something that's going to be big and a lot of people just flat out like no i want i want to get paid you know of course like a lot of people won't just flat out say it They'll be like yeah i'll help you and then it would be really hard to get a hold of and that happens a lot with animators because I, I know like like Between like last year and this year i become like more business savvy And like understanding stuff okay. And a lot of people think A lot of artists like A lot of them They're not business savvy They don't give a fuck rad. just draw they just make anything And think uh Something like what happened They just, just draw Like no it's not like that For some people You know they just make random shit And then they get lucky Like with me Like no I, I was like very strategic In what I make You know, I feel as though I understand social media as a whole. So, you know, like I know what to make to get people's attention and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, you know, a lot of artists are not business savvy. They be charging people random, dumbass prices from ten dollars to a thousand dollars for no reason. Like you can't you can't just jump from charging one person ten dollars to the next person a thousand dollars. You know, it don't make no sense. So I feel as though, you know, like this um this project I'm working on that I'm going to be pitching this to a a production company, it'll be further along, you know, like if, you know, like them people more like willing to understand and stop being so worried about fucking clout because at the end of the day, Instagram is cool and shit like that, but at the end of the day, there's always going to be a new platform that's going to come out of nowhere, you know, like there's like, everybody thought Snapchat was going to take over Instagram and then Snapchat went away and now, you know, like the new thing that... Um, people was on this TikTok and all stuff like that, but people were so worried about getting their shout out and stuff like that, you No know, you need to be worried about making money and making legacy instead of just worrying about like likes and comments. You know, I was like that for a little bit, but you know, of course, because I didn't have like no direction, I didn't have no thought in what I was doing. So you know, if you don't have no thought in what you're doing, you just want to be like that. Just be worried about self. I can tell you an example, I was doing artwork, you know, I was like working with my homie and working with another artist and it it really pissed me the fuck off because you know it was like a comic that i was doing i don't know if you've seen like the one i made of juice world like when he overdosed yeah yeah if you look on juice world's cup where it looks all psychedelic and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and you saw like a little like signature on the cup right yeah that was the artist tag because he was so concerned about am i going to get tagged and my tag going to be on there am i going to get credit like motherfucker is going to be credit on it like if you look on the last slide you see me my homie and the other person's tag but he wanted his tag to be on there. I said go ahead because that's going to be the one that everybody going to share It's stuff like that it just it, it's just annoying and because of stuff like that a lot of artists ain't going to be doing nothing with them so they're just going to be struggling out here on their own you know of course obviously you know I'm having my own struggles because doing art isn't an easy thing to make money at. you know but you know I'm fortunate to be one of the people where I can like get commissions and stuff like that to be able like to live off of my off of my stuff you know right
0: you did some of the art and character designs for childish gambino am i correct
1: i was like the creative director and character designer for, for like summer okay video. so like no i wasn't the an animator i was the person you know like that made up the characters and then i i gave like the animators like reference of what to look for for the background how everything should feel so that's what i basically did you know so when you think about it i am like the person actually made it together by that shit move right right um but that video did more harm than anything to be honest um you know a college you get paid you get paid from it like right everybody think like you so rich and shit like that from it like no like that stuff is like a temp job once it's done it's done i can tell you like you know like i made overall i made seven thousand eight thousand dollars off of that project ain't nothing more gonna come come from that you know in the grand scheme thing seven thousand eight thousand dollars not a lot of money especially you know when you got bills and you know you got right. to live and stuff like that but i mean more artists are gonna come to you i mean you're a talented yeah, guy yeah it's doing fine, but what i'm saying is like well what, what i'm saying basically messed me up because like i'm not an animator okay so you know like how say like i'll make my living by doing covers and stuff for people you know like little children's books here right. and there you know stuff like that but once that video came all that shit stopped and all these motherfuckers for the long time were asking me for it. Animation, animation, animation. I don't know how to do animation and then you know, I was fighting against it for like majority of that year and then you know that year you know like that's why I met Charlemagne and all of them other people. But you know like everybody thought like I was anim- I'm not an animator but that shows people that like really don't fuck with you like that. They don't know exactly what you do because if you know right. what I did and you go to my page there's no examples of animation but because of that you know. It's well, there are,
0: there is now. Those yeah, are the ones, yeah, but of course there
1: is now because and that's you. that shit that forced me to evolve. Okay, that's what I'm saying. It forced me like to be better at more than one thing. So you know, like I do. So you know, I literally do. I don't even call myself like an illustrator. I call myself like a all around creative. Like I literally can do art wise, size rapping, the other bullshit. Like I literally do everything else. Okay, you know the only thing I can't do is 3D. I don't really care to do. Day, 'Cause you know like I can't do everything. You know, I gotta focus on things I know that will make me will make me money and you know that will gain attraction to me. So because of that I, because of that video, that dumbass video, I'm not gonna call it a dumbass video because it still helps me in some ways, but um it helps me get better at everything overall. And then like I did a music video for Trey Songs. Okay. It's like pain dropper intro for the tenth anniversary of um the ready album. Okay. It's not wise to do, like, stuff like that on your own. There may be some people out there, but it's wise, like, to work with a team of people to do animations like that. But, you know, I want to prove a point to myself, you know, that I can do it on my own. So I did, like, the whole video on my own. Like, I, I did it. I literally knocked it out, like, in a week. Okay. You know, like, but. Wow. Yeah, I
0: knocked it out in a week. How long does it typically take something like that to be done?
1: Something like that. Take about. Shit like that take about a month Or two months to do And you did it in a week? I did like a week And three days I stood up I, I would wake up 10 o'clock in the morning And then I would work Until 5 a.m Go to sleep And i wake up At the same time And do that for a whole For a whole week And three days so Wow I, mean, I tell people like, like when you say Something like that it's, it's not wise To do something like that On your own You know And that's the same Struggle I'm having Right now With um, developing my show Because motherfuckers Don't understand you got you know you have to um let the mic just a little bit right, no you're good
0: you yeah good. but
1: you know like what people need to understand is that you know like as a team of people that make things happen it's never one person there's never one per- of course like that that one person will have like more of a name mm-hmm. you know like we can't help that right you know but it's like you know i built a name up for myself online and stuff like that so of course it's going to draw people to even ask me to be a part of the team but it don't help if you're not willing to understand like how all this stuff work you know like okay. I don't completely understand every single thing but I got a grasp of it like I have a grasp on like pricing I have a grasp on a lot of stuff what I do you know basically like customer service so you learn how to talk to people exactly so it's a lot of stuff that goes into it people like are willing like to stop being so worried about like clouts and fucking shout outs and be a part of a
0: of the of actual a, work Mm-hmm. Got you. Justin, I want to ask you this question. Having gone through your mental health issues yourself, do you feel that your work helps other individuals who might have similar situations that they're dealing with?
1: I'm, I'm pretty sure it will because, you know, like with anything that you do that's real good, you know, people be like, yo, this saved my life. You know, I had people say, it, it saved my life. It kept me from committing suicide, right. all this other stuff. You know, everybody that does something that's influential, you know, you'll always get them type of messages. But at the end of the day, this is what we have to realize, that mental illness is a mindset. Majority of us, everybody out there is not a mindset. It's a real thing. Right. Like, I will say, like, with my mental illness, bipolar schizophrenia, you know, like, with schizophrenia, you're supposed to hear things and stuff like right. that. Bipolar thing, I feel as though it is a real thing with me, because I do, like, my... My temper do goes up and down, but you can't tell it because of, like my face stays the same, right. you know, voice at the same tone. Um, but as far as like, the mental illness thing, I feel as though it's not a real thing. You know, people just need somebody to talk to. Because like, if I didn't have my friends to talk to, you know, like I probably would be like worst off. Cause like you're in your own head. So the important thing about mental illness, people need to. You know, you need to have, like, people in your life that care about you, you know. But, unfortunately, everybody don't have that. So, of course, like, the mental illness that they think they have is going to overwhelm them.
0: Okay. I'd like to thank you for what you do. Because I think that what you do opens up that communication. For somebody who doesn't necessarily have those people in their lives, you start a conversation. Whether it's about, like I said, relationships, domestic violence anything you start those conversations and you seem like a very no-nonsense pragmatic type of person which I can respect that about you that's the, I think that's that North Philly mentality that we have it's a B and C for what you do I think it helps a lot of people a lot of people
1: why you no know, like I make variety in the stuff that I do Cause, you know like a lot are you know you just focus on one thing and they do that you know that's why like when you see like we go to their page and you see their numbers you know, like, it's, like, be real high or something like that. So, like, say, like, for example, like, an artist by the name of Marcus Prime in New York. Mm-hmm. Like, when you look at his numbers, you know, like, he's, like, um, 200, 200K verified. When you look on his posts, you know, he averages out to, like, 20,000 likes, um, 70,000 views when he does videos and stuff like that. And then we look at, well, you know, he focused on one thing, on the LGBT audience and the females. Yeah. But, you know, like, when you come to somebody like me, because I do a variety of stuff, right. you know, like, I got, like, 100-something K, you know, like, my following, is like, it slowly grows, versus like, go fast like everybody else because I do a variety of stuff. So, you know, like, you may follow me for a certain thing, but you may not see me do that for a while because I like doing other stuff. Right. I like to make, make people laugh, think, do troll stuff. I like to make things and be like, what the fuck is this and things like that. Right. So, you know, so like when you look at my page, my engagement will, will more likely be up and down because people follow me for certain reasons. So they will may skip over certain things and then show love to certain things because, you know. Right. But sometimes because, you know, I do troll art and I do things that's offensive, it'll turn people off from me. So, you know, my numbers will be down because of that So say like, for example, the picture is going viral right now That Wakanda Forever thing Right. You know, um, with all them like random people in it On my page, it hasn't gotten to like 10,000 likes yet It's on like, I think it's around like almost there Like 9,500 when I last checked But say like, uh, when I go to like somebody else's page It'll be like over 10,000 or, mm-hmm. or whatever Because on my page, some people are turned off by like some of the stuff I do
0: yeah, definitely. I showed one of your your artwork to a, a friend of mine. and He was really offended. I think it was the crap game. Or that dice game? The dice game. That's what it was. You know, he I mean, was just... A, I mean,
1: like, I don't understand why people, um, like, get offended by that. Like, so my, I understand, like, that's some shit you've seen in a barbershop. Like, like, come
0: on. I feel like because the individuals that were in it were iconic for the African and Caribbean culture. People who look like you and I. They are iconic what i want to say is that the conversations that were in your chat about a lot of things you got to see what a lot of people were thinking some people felt like what you were doing you were painting a picture of this is how millennials or individuals think success is this is what they think that those individuals were working hard to achieve and other people thought that hey man you know it was much higher than that you know what was your thinking behind it
1: it was just random everybody think there's such a big message behind stuff No, like stuff like that just be random it's literally all it was just random I'll have a thought I'll do it but you know now because you know stuff like that it shows me you know like when I'm like more focused and I have an understanding of like what people follow me for Mm -hmm. then I make you know more stuff like that so like now I'm starting to become like more focused you know and make stuff you know, that people want to see for say random stuff. Like, if I wasn't becoming more focused, you know, I would have never have been trying like to put together a, a TV show. Right. And a comic book that I'm going to be working on as well. But, you know, because of my, cause I don't really have a love for TV shows. I have a love for movies. Okay. And, you know, like, when a lot of movies don't have sequels, why I, I really don't care for characters and stuff like that, like continuing stuff. Like, I have one right now. Conspiracy, brother. I got that, but he's gonna be part of a TV show that I'm working on. I'm just like testing him out, yeah. Right I've, now, i se- putting him in like little comics, like here and there. I've seen him. I've, I've seen that. Yeah, but he's gonna be a part of um this thing, this thing that I'm doing. So I'll show okay. you after um we um get off. Okay. So.
0: I just want to take the time out to thank Justin for coming on to the show at that time. Uh, As you can hear, we were off-site. I know uh, many of you are probably like, you know, you could definitely tell we were off-site. We were in a local library located in the North Philadelphia area, an area where Justin and myself are from. And as you can tell, the conversation was truly interesting. We talked for a very long time. Um, As I said before... Initially going into this interview, I thought that we were going to be speaking on a specific topic. Whenever I start an interview with any uh, guest, I never know quite where it's going to go. I have my own ideas. But uh, because we are dealing with other individuals, you never know where the journey is going to take you. So with that being said, uh, the journey that we took with Justin was very interesting one. And uh, he shared his views dealing with his battles with mental health, his views on mental health as a whole His views on the art world, some of which to some of you might be quite controversial Uh, Some of you might be like, yo, I just don't feel it, you know, or I might not be a fan of his I would say to you that to take a look, to take a slow look, see what it is that you see in some of his artwork It's not for everybody But I do see some of the things that he has done, some of the artwork that he has created has a very potent, powerful use. Uh, He recently did uh, a piece where as a popular uh, broadcaster, uh, he animated if three men could sit down and talk about the racism in America. And what he did was he created a piece where it was an animated short where uh, a popular Breakfast Club host, Charlemagne the Glo- Charlemagne the Guide, interview Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. What it would sound like? What do they think it would be like? And a lot of people really like this particular piece. He's done uh, other cartoons uh, or car uh, illustrations, whereas he's talked about relationships. Uh, He's done troll art. And for those of you who don't know what trolling is, I would invite you to uh, look at our interview with Callie Cartel and how she eloquently breaks down the art of trolling, what trolling is um, and how he trolls the trolls. Uh, Justin trolls the trolls in with using his art, but he also trolls himself. So in looking at this, this is how I view it. This is how I see it. So this is something that I felt is, is a value in a person that I felt needed to be on this show to express his thinking, because if you look at his art, there is an in-depth thinking there. Uh, I, if listening to this interview, you Justice said at one point, he was just like, "I don't really think about it. If it just pops in my head. I put it out there. That could be true, but in interviewing the individual and looking deeper, I see a little bit more. I see a young man who thinks deeply about a lot of things, who has conversations with his friends and people close to him about things. I see a human being who opens up about a lot of things. But I also see uh, a fellow North Philadelphia native who sometimes just like my city, just puts it out there. Look, this is the reality. Put it out there. If you like it, you like it. If you do not, you do not. It's up for you to decide and it's up for you to have that conversation, which is what I think is so powerful about art. Art can be that catalyst. Art opens up so many doors. I do believe personally it is the job of an artist to have an opinion. I think when they're creating that there should be a reason. That's just me. I should I think that there should be uh some type of. Uh, responsibility that an artist takes that's my opinion not everybody thinks that which is another conversation in itself what do we take responsibility on as human beings where do we stop and where do we continue where it comes to responsibility that's a whole deeper conversation conversations that I think we're blessed to have with individuals like Justin because they make us bring them up sometimes it's good to remind ourselves what is it that we need to do as human beings what is our responsibilities to each other you know and being a creative uh genius that we all can be using his talent using his eye using his skill that he has developed over time justin is capable of talking and opening up a door of conversation and let's be clear sometimes that is not a pretty door but it doesn't make the conversation less valid so again I'm so glad we were able to have Justin here I wish him the best I hope that you all enjoyed the interview I'm anxious to see and hear what you all had to say I want to know what you all feel about it and you all know how to do that. If you want to contact us, hit us up at de la fit 13 at gmail.com. Look for us on our website, which is www.DeLaFitPodcast.com. We are also on Instagram at DE underscore LA at, I mean, excuse me, DE, <laughs> DE underscore LA underscore Fit Podcast. We are also on Instagram. Excuse me. We are also on Facebook at... <laughs> they love it podcast we are also on twitter at Day podcast see i thought i was going to get past it sometimes i have those days where my my words don't fumble and i'm like an acrobat and i'm like yes i i i was able to hit the dismount like perfectly and then other days i look like an albatross when it lands for those of you that don't know what an albatross is it's a it's a bird google the albatross landing and when you see it you're going to be like ooh. Well, that's me at times when it comes to uh, uh, my verbiage when we're on the mic. Sometimes we stick that landing. Sometimes we look like the albatross. But no matter what, we're here, we understand and we're empathetic and we are enjoying ourselves. And I hope that you all are enjoying yourselves listening to this podcast, listening to this excursion listening to this communication back and forth. I am so anxious to hear from all of you. I hope that you all enjoy this. We'll be back next week. Uh, I said we were gonna have, initially, we were gonna talk to our um, uh, athlete, Adam Sandell. I messed that up, but we'll be back next week with our interview with uh, athlete Adam Sandell and uh, Guinness World Record holder, Adam Sandell. Uh, An elite athlete in the calisthenic world I hope that you all uh, are ready for that interview Please, before anything else Please, I hope that you have a positive, positive weekend A very positive and loving and healthy week ahead of you There's so much that changes Seems like now in our current uh, lives So much going on But the best thing that we can do is to try to keep an open mind, to try to keep a clear head, try not to be filled with too much emotions of fear, of anguish and to focus on the positive things ahead. We'll be back next week. Until next time, please be safe, be positive and remember to treat yourself healthy and with love. If you do that, if you treat yourself healthy. And with love, I know that you're going to treat others the same way. And that's going to make a definite change in how we all communicate and love each other. Thank you and have a great day. Peace. You've been listening to the Delafit podcast. Ta-ta for now.